So hello and welcome to yet another episode of Net Support Radio. Joining me on the show today we have Andy Earp who is our technical support uh, lead here at Net Support and I'm really excited to learn more about one of our products from Net Support today, Net Support Service Desk. Before we get into that, Andy, how are you doing today? Very good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, really good. I'm excited to learn more. In our last session, if you haven't watched that, please do uh, go back and watch our previous session. In our previous session, I learned so, so very much. Uh, we've got some fantastic products uh, here at NetSupport, uh, and it's great to learn how they can help businesses thrive and, and uh, all of this. And I'm sure that NetSupport Service Desk uh, is going to be just the same. So first question for you then, Andy, for those who don't know, uh, what is NetSupport Service Desk? Okay, so the NetSupport Service Desk is a browser-based, um, self-hosted uh, incident, problem, and change request um, tool. So it's an ideal solution for uh, a team if they need to record uh, items that are being raised to them. So a technical team, if they're recording jobs that are being raised to them for maybe, you know, end users that might have issues with hardware or issues with software on their devices, or all types of, of IT related things. But it's not just limited to being used by IT teams. It's also used by kind of site maintenance teams. They use it for logging jobs that are posted to them, you know, as they're dealing with uh, different items on their, their site that they're looking after. And so it's really a, a nice tool that allows you to collect and record and keep a history of all your information. So you can show you know, what your team is working on, what you've resolved in the last month or last week and any outstanding items. So it's a really nice uh, tool to allow you to do that. And I'd say it's not limited to just use by by one team. So a lot of people think you've got a service desk. It's going to be used by the IT team. It's We've seen it used by a number of different teams and different teams using the same system as well, which is, is something that people don't always realise you can do with the service desk. That sounds really, really helpful, Andy. And I guess if, you, if you're quite a large organisation, uh, that can be really helpful in terms of prioritising tasks and how you sort of um, deploy those tasks out to your team members. And I'm guessing it also helps you sort of spot trends in, in some issues that might be facing be faced by lots of people across your organisation. Yeah, certainly does. As I say, you can, when you log on, you can see your, your different list of items you've got open. You can do your reporting and things. So you can, as you say, if you're getting a number of different uh, incidents being raised all for the same category, then you can pick up on trends that way. Oh, brilliant. Okay, well, let's, I've got some more questions lined up for you. Next question, um, <clears throat> mail integration. Are the mail integration options available within Service Desk? And if there are, what, what, what possible scenarios are there for using mail integration within Service Desk? Yeah, there, there certainly is. So there's, there's two ways, really. You've got the ability for the Service Desk to send automated uh, email notifications out. <clears throat> so for example, uh, when a new call is logged, you can have a, a customer auto response email be sent to that contact so they're aware of their mm -hmm. items been logged, that they're aware of their item number, so they know it's been dealt with. Um, you can also do that when an item is updated, when it's closed. So, you know, um, when an item is reassigned, so maybe one technician's working on it, then it gets passed to another one. So you can have um, emails automatically sent out to notify the relevant people. Um, but it's not just about the sending of, uh, of those automated emails that you can configure. You can also configure the service desk to, to download uh, email and process that. Um, by default, out of the box, if you were to configure the, uh, the incoming email, it would go into what's called a mail center, and then your technicians can work through that mail center and actually process those to new items on the, the service desk and create those to, to new uh, uh, incidents. Um, 
Alternatively, there's a, an incoming email rule system. So if you don't want your technicians, you know, having to monitor this mailbox and the emails coming in, you can set up incoming email rules. It'll pick up keywords off those emails and automatically log those to an item and put that job in the uh, the system. So rather than somebody having to process that email, the system can do that for you. And it can do that for creating of new items from emails or you can do that for updating existing ones. So if an email is received by the, the service desk system and it contains a reference number, the service desk can be configured to detect that and add that email to the relevant open ticket rather than create a new one on the system. So it really does save a lot of time having those processing rules in place um, you know, to, to save somebody time to keep going through a mailbox and things and, and go through the items. So yes, yeah, it's, it's got a, a lot of options available there. And that, so that's why I'm getting such timely emails but notifying me about my updates with my requests and things through our own service desk. Then <laughs> that is exactly. a lot. <laughs> Thanks for that, Andy. Uh, my next question for you: um, What about Active Directory integration? So many of our, uh, so many people in business and, and, and uh, some of our clients use uh, Active Directory. How does um, Netsport Service Desk integrate with Active Directory? I'm guessing that's possible. Yeah. So again, there's a couple of different methods for this. Um, we have what's called a, an Active Directory sync feature. So when you install the service desk, essentially it doesn't create, uh, it doesn't contain any user information in terms of, um, you know, when a technician goes to create a new item, they would have to type in <clears throat> the contact details. So they'd have to enter in the username that they're logging the the incident against, etc. So to save time, you can configure an AD sync feature where you can point your service desk to your Active Directory domain and actually synchronize the user account information from that to pull that through into the service desk so that um, you've got that pre-populated list of contacts yeah. that your technicians can then pick from. So it makes the whole process of creating new items and not having to go and enter the contact details every time because that information is already in Active Directory most of the time. So you can take that from the system there. Once you've also done that, there's an additional option, which is uh, Windows authentication. So mm -hmm. if, you've, you're, if you're using that AD Sync feature, um, when you use the service desk, you can configure it so that you can log on with those AD credentials. And that can be as part of a single sign-on. If you're logged onto a device that's joined to your domain and you're detected as a user that's added to the service desk, it'll automatically log you on. Alternatively, if you're on an external device accessing the service desk, it'll prompt you for your, your Windows credentials. Um, so there's two great ways that it, that it integrates there. And ultimately, you know, working to try and save time, make efficiencies and help uh, with the administration of all those requests that come in from, from uh, you know, employees as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Brilliant, Steph. Thank you so much, Andy. M my next question about service desk, <coughs> how customizable is it? You know, you, you talked about an out-of-the-box solution, but once you've got it out of the box, how can you make it more yours? Yeah, it's it's very customizable. This is whenever I'm doing product demos of the, the service desk, one of the key things is to show how customizable this is, that it's not just a off-the-shelf solution and you, you have to use it in a, a set way. You can create your own categories. You can populate your own priorities, your own resolution codes, your own status codes. So we supply it with pre-populated values for those, but the customer can go in 
and define their own. So you're not stuck with the ones that we've got in the system. You can define your own life cycles as well. So when you create those status codes, you can define, okay, if you're going from the new status, it can only go into this status and it can't go back. And so you can define your actual life cycle of those items that you're you're creating. Um, you can generate uh, custom fields. So if you're logging uh, an item and it relates to, I don't know, uh, it relates to maybe something that uh, is defined by location. You can have customizable fields that pop up where you type in the location. Um, so you can have um, custom fields that only appear depending on what type of item you're creating or for a particular um, user to only be visible to them. Uh, you can create custom layouts so that uh, if you're logging on as a particular technician, it shows you a particular layout. Um, if you're logging on to the system as a contact, it shows you a different layout. So you can customize that. Uh, the email templates that you send out for um, for the um, notifications to customers, you can create your own custom templates so that it can be formatted in the way that looks like it's coming from your, your company. Um, you can define custom permissions. Uh, there's a whole SLA feature, so you can define your own custom SLAs um, to ensure that you're meeting the requirements of your customers. Um, and you can then check on those to see which ones you've maybe um, you know, match that SLA or which ones maybe failed the SLA, custom workflow rules, so automated escalations to, you know, raise a priority if an item's not been dealt with. Um, there are really so many customizations you can do. There's, there's, there's many, many more. I could probably be here for a long time telling you all about them. <laughs> well, that's really interesting, Andy, because what you've done there as well is highlight some different use case scenarios. Because obviously, you know, service desk is really useful within an actual organization, but I, you, 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 you can clearly use service desk to service the needs of your clients as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so a fantastic to, to learn that. And it is customizable. You can make, yeah, make, it, make it your own with your own branding, your own color schemes, so forth and so and that's really really useful thank you so much for sharing that andy thank you uh, my next question for you about service desk um is the following if i can get that to work <laughs> what are the key features of its reporting options and the dashboard because i'm guessing you know with all this information flying in with uh, trying to manage the workload of everyone sort of responding to all these different requests it's, it's important to know you know what you're doing and how well you're doing at it and, and again going back to that idea of things that are trending and, and uh, current issues and topics through that as well yeah so th there is a dashboard feature which is is brilliant the um the team can decide what charts they appear uh, what appear on the uh, uh, the dashboard and then if they've got that digital signage screen in the office it's a great way you know if you've got people coming into your office they can see how busy you are because they can see how many items you've got logged how many you've closed today um, and other uh, bits of information so you, you can go through and actually choose what charts you want to appear and they will automatically refresh and that's a nice way of having that uh, visible not only to the team maybe working in that office looking at the information so they can say okay yep we're this busy we need to get this queue down we need to get these ones sorted or this assignee's got the most assigned to them so we need to help them so having that information visible and on screen somewhere is, is really nice but I say it's really nice if you've got people walking into your department and maybe think you're not that busy they can look at the board and say okay you are actually quite busy at the minute so it's nice to, to have that kind of visible dashboard which is available in service desk there are more management style reports as well so you've got the uh, the report designer um, where essentially using the report designer you can go through and actually create your own uh, report so if you need to run off a, a report at the end of the month to say how many each uh, how many 
calls each technician closed, you can do certain things like that. So you can create your own custom reports. There are some predefined ones in the system and you can go through and edit those and you know use those to to create your own to get information and ideas as to to how you want to to tailor those there's also also um custom searches available so not only is it about kind of using those management reports in the dashboard um you know there's a lot of information that can get populated into the uh, into the service desk so it's nice to have the ability to do custom searches and you can link those as quick links on the the main right hand menu so if you want to look at okay what's each team or what's uh, this contact got raised with them if you've got particular requirements you can click on those links to see an, an item list straight away defined on your own specified conditions and then you can get to that information nice and quickly rather than having to hunt through all of the the data in the service desk so it's nice to have uh, have the custom searches available too it's so big, isn't it? There's so many things you can do with it. This is fantastic. Thanks for sharing all these things, uh, Andy. My last question for you about Service Desk is, uh, what options are available for enabling self-help? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this isn't anything to do with uh, sort of medical self-help. It's more about sort of how you get sort of quick fixes and, and uh, common issues and frequently asked questions, those sorts of things, I'm guessing? Uh, exactly. So um, within the Service Desk, there's a... Uh, a, a a component which is called the solutions. Um, so you've got your incidents, you've got your problems, and you've got your change requests, which are the items you've got raised against different people. Um, but the solutions allows the technician team to build up like, almost like a knowledge base, if you like, of how items were resolved. So you can link categories to those and then you can put your text on it. So you can build up like this, you know, how-to guides or, you know, how to quickly resolve these items. So the service desk doesn't have to just be accessed by um, the technical team. Uh, you can also provide access to your contacts to this, so your, your end users that you're supporting. So they can go on and actually log their own items, but as part of that, they could always access the solutions. So rather than have to raise something with the technical team first, um, they could always have a quick browse through the solution. So you know if they've come across a particular issue they could look through the solutions first and then the answer might already be there so again that can save time for your technical team um, without having to deal with you know maybe all the easy items um, they could point them to the the solutions first so they can that's a, an area that they can signpost to them now mm. um it's also handy for the technical team as well though because as a technical team you might deal with one issue it might have taken you a long time to fix it so you could again put that in the uh, as a solution and then the next time that maybe crops up six months later and somebody goes how did we fix that we can't remember the technical team themselves could go through that solutions uh, to see how was that tricky call resolved and you know so yes. it's not only a resource for the contacts but something for the technical team to, to utilize as well fantastic I mean, there, there are so many options here available in service desk and, and, and so many ways in which you can support and help that's really interesting thank you so much for sharing that andy and uh, if you're interested in learning more about uh Let's support service desk as has been sort of scrolling across the bottom of the screen uh, during the course of this recording you can find out more by visiting netsupportservicedesk.com or alternatively you can go through to our main site netsupportsoftware.com and you'll find a little chat button in the corner we're on social media at netsupport group and there's lots of ways you can get in touch and find out more about our various award-winning products thanks so much to you for your time today andy really appreciate it and look forward to our next conversation where we dig a bit deeper into the products available from net support group thank you so much andy thanks. thank you cheers bye bye